On today's show, we get you caught up on everything you might have missed over the weekend. The Dallas Stars were in action, taking on the St. Louis Blues in Kansas City. The offense absolutely exploded in a 5-2 win for the Stars. We'll also talk about the recent waiver activity for the team, as well as preview tonight's matchup, the exhibition preseason home finale for the Dallas Stars. They take on the Colorado Avalanche. We'll get you caught up on everything you need to know for that game and more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Monday, October 3rd. October is here. Regular season NHL hockey is right around the corner. Ten days from now, the Dallas Stars open the season in Nashville, Tennessee against the Predators. Man, what an exciting time to be a sports fan, especially if you're a hockey fan. The the patience is about to finally pay off as regular season hockey is literally right around the corner. We are less than two weeks away uh, from the start of hockey games having meaning. I know you guys are excited. I am excited as well. And we got a lot to talk about today, some other reasons to be excited as far as the Dallas Stars. But before we do that, I do want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you're coming back for the hundredth time if you're a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. Please do consider hitting that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. We are trying to reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. Please help make that dream a reality by just simply hitting the subscribe button down below. If you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, you can also follow us on there as well. And if you like the show, you can leave a five-star rating or review. Helps the show out a ton. And you can also find and follow us on social media. You can search Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account, at Dane double underscore Lewis, where I'll tweet about the stars, but I'll tweet about a little bit of everything. I, I like all the sports, if you can't tell, by my, my Leighton Van Der Esch Dallas Cowboys jersey. I'll tweet about the NFL, hockey, the NBA. Love me some Luka Doncic. Love the Texas Rangers, but they don't always give me the most to tweet, to, to tweet about. So if you like Dallas Stars hockey as well as Dallas sports in general, be sure to give me a follow on there as well. But let's jump into the game that was played this weekend. The Dallas Stars traveling to uh, Kansas City, Missouri, to take on the St. Louis Blues. I almost said St. Louis, Missouri, because they are in the same state. But another quote-unquote neutral site game. This one much more in favor of the Blues, whereas opposed to the Dallas Stars' last neutral site game in Tulsa, that was definitely more in favor to them than it was the Arizona Coyotes. But nonetheless, location did not really matter in this game as the Dallas Stars show out big time on Saturday night, getting the 5-2 to two win over their division rivals. And you might say, oh, maybe the, the Blues were playing a bunch of non-NHL players. And that just was not the case. They they had some dudes out there. They had Robert Thomas, Brandon Saad, Logan Brown, uh, Ivan Barbashev, Pavel Buchnevich, Vlad Tarasenko, Nick Letty, just to name a few. They had plenty of NHLers out there on the ice. So this was no oh, you know, it's a bunch of prospects out there, guys that aren't going to see the league this year, or maybe you won't ever see the NHL. 
that this was a pretty decent and pretty well-loaded St. Louis Blues squad that the Dallas Stars played extremely well against. I don't think there was a stream. I at least couldn't find one. Didn't really see too much highlight-wise from this game. A few phone clips from the crowd and a few social shots from the Stars social media team as well. So not a ton to go off of, at least visually on this game, but you can always check the stat sheet and also just check Again, star social media to see who was scoring goals and who was being active in this game. And there were plenty of guys putting their hand in the cookie jar this game. Mason Marchment continues to show out big time in the preseason with one goal and one assist in Saturday night's contest. Joel Kiviranta continuing to have a sneaky good preseason with an assist. Jacob Peterson got a goal. White Johnston had another goal this preseason. Lots of guys played very well, but there are two guys who haven't really gotten a whole lot of love this preseason. And one of them in particular, I don't know if I've mentioned once on this podcast, maybe whenever he was signed by the team and it might have just been a passing comment. But those are two new defensemen coming to us all the way from Buffalo, New York, Colin Miller and Bill Butcher. Miller, got to start off with him. He was a guy that was acquired on the first day of free agency announced not too long after the announcement slash arrival of Mason Marchment. Miller did, like I said, come to Dallas via free agency this past season, having played uh, with the Buffalo Sabres. He's also played with the Boston Bruins and Vegas Golden Knights throughout his career. He's had several run-ins and crossovers with coach Pete DeBoer. DeBoer coached against Miller whenever Miller was in Vegas and DeBoer was still with the San Jose Sharks. And then DeBoer eventually moves to Vegas. Uh, and then guys and that organization talk about how good of a player Miller was and how valuable he was to that locker room. Of course, at that point, he'd already moved on to Buffalo to play with the Sabres. But nonetheless, this is not the first time that DeBoer and Miller have crossed paths. Uh, I imagine that, you know, if there's a reason that he's here in Dallas, DeBoer is probably a big pushing reason behind that. He probably wanted to get a guy like that who he had won, tried to coach against, and also had heard from other guys he had coached about how great of a player and locker room presence that he is. And Miller, nothing really flashy, but, you know, he has 136 points in 387 career NHL games played so far. Like I said, he provides a nice locker room presence, some nice veteran depth, and he also shoots right-handed, which if you look at this Dallas Stars roster, you know is incredibly valuable to this team as it is loaded with left-handed defensemen. Uh, and John Klingberg, a notable right-handed defenseman, departed from the team this offseason. And Miller had a very nice game on Saturday night. He recorded an assist in the third period on that goal that was scored by Wyatt Johnston. The other guy on the other side of this equation is Will Butcher, not to be confused uh, with William or Bill Butcher from the Amazon series The Boys, which I binged this summer and feel like I keep uh, making memes or references to that on Twitter, but I digress. I just think it's interesting that you know there's that name connection and I just watched that show. But again, uh, Will Butcher, a guy that has been under the radar and is especially under my radar. I mean, I knew that the Stars went out and got him also coming to us by way of Buffalo. He's also played some seasons with the New Jersey Devils, a guy that I know I didn't really know a ton about whenever he came to the team and really felt like he had a pretty quiet preseason and camp up to this point. But he really made his presence felt on Saturday night with three assists, 114 points and 275 uh, games played so far in his NHL career, but those three assists on Saturday night were massive. I believe he got the assist uh, on the Marchment goal and was just all over the place. I think he helped out on Jacob Peterson's goal as well, really just doing a lot for this team and really it seems like fighting for a spot on this NHL roster. But at the end of the day, I don't really know how possible that is for Butcher, and I don't think that that's because he's not talented and not capable of playing in the NHL. 
clearly he is because he's logged nearly 300 games at the NHL level, but there's just not going to be enough spots to pass out. Right now, there's about eight defensemen fighting for six spots on this roster, and Miro Haskinen is almost a guaranteed lock. I would say that Essa Lindell and Ryan Suter are locks as well. Nils Lundqvist is making a strong case. Thomas Harley is expected to make a big jump this year. You have Joel Hanley. You have Colin Miller. You have Will Butcher. There's so many guys fighting for spots, and you know you throw in a few other AHL players as well. Ryan Shea, a defenseman who's been with the Texas Stars for a little bit, he gets a goal on Saturday night as well. So we're going to have to see what happens with Will Butcher. I just think it's really nice and really encouraging that he is making some big plays, and he could be a guy that you know if he does have to go to the Texas Stars for a little bit, it's a long NHL season. Guys are going to get injured. Guys are going to need a break or need to take some time off. Uh, Butcher could definitely be a guy that you send down to Texas. He continues to play, develop his game with this team. And then if need be, you call him up to the NHL for a handful of games and you can plug him right into the roster and hopefully not be you know in too much of a deficit with a guy who has, like I said, almost 300 games of NHL experience under his belt. Really, really nice piece to have within the depth of the organization as far as defensemen because defensive depth is crucial. We've talked about it a ton this preseason, so it's nice to see all of these guys coming in and contributing. We've had episodes where we've had segments dedicated to Nils Lundqvist. We've talked at length about Thomas Harley this offseason, so to see Miller and Butcher come out and have nice games on Saturday night, really encouraging and I think makes the competition for those defensemen roster spots extremely more interesting as we're as we're going to talk about a little later we're expecting to see some major cuts this week on the NHL roster it seems like as we get closer to the end of the week we're going to start to get a better idea of what the actual opening night roster will look like for this Stars team and we might see some names that we don't want to necessarily see get cut or get loaned to the Texas Stars and there's even a few names that we're going to talk about here in a second that maybe could take you by surprise We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about the waiver action for the Dallas Stars over the weekend, as well as the impending cuts that are coming at the end of the preseason. And who should we expect to be on the opening night roster? And who can we expect to be at the AHL level or with their junior clubs? More on that after a quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24/7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL and save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Again, visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, let's talk about some of the moves that the Stars made over the weekend as far as their roster. Uh, we know that there's already been a plethora of cuts 
loans, releases, things of that nature as we get closer and closer to seeing a clearer picture of what the Dallas Stars opening night roster is going to look like. And the Stars placed a few players on waivers around 2 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Those players were forwards Riley Tufty, Marion Studenich, and defender Alexander Petrovich. I imagine many of you know the rules on NHL waivers, but in case you don't, a player has 24 hours to clear NHL waivers uh, You know, if they get placed on there. And then if they are not claimed, they will go down to their team's AHL affiliate. In this case, this would be the Texas Stars. Tufty and Petrovich are guys that you very much expected to see in a position like this, but Marion Studenich sticks out on this trio kind of like a sore thumb. And this is a guy that I was personally very shocked to see here. And I know several other people that follow the Stars closely were kind of surprised to see his name as well. And again, similar to Will Butcher and his situation with the defenseman, I think that this is less uh, about the way that Marion Studenich has played or his skill, his development. And I think it's more a testament to how loaded the Stars forward class is and how ruthless this fight has been for NHL roster spots. And Studenich is a guy that has done very well during this preseason. He's done very well in training camp. And a guy who came in out of nowhere last year, the Stars picking him up off waivers from the New Jersey Devils last season. He comes in, doesn't light the world on fire statistically, but he plays incredibly hard. He's a very good skater, one of the more underrated skaters on the team, and just seems like he has a lot of fire and a lot of drive behind his play and a guy that is very exciting to watch and a guy that I personally was excited to see if he made the NHL roster and if he did to see what he could do with this team depending on where he gets placed but if he does clear we are recording this around 10 30 on Sunday evening so as far as I know he has not been claimed off waivers yet but he has until around 2 p.m on Monday to clear waivers and then he will be likely sent to the AHL affiliate Texas Stars where at that point he could be similar to, you know, Colin Miller, Will Butcher, and some of these other defensemen, and likely some other other of these forwards could be a very easy call up for the NHL uh, if the Dallas Stars were to need his services at the NHL level. Like I said, he's been very good at camp and preseason season so far. And hopefully, if he's able to spend a lot of time in Cedar Park, he continues to grow and develop his game because he's only 23 years old. He still has the majority of his NHL career ahead of him and still and has a lot of physical abilities and skills that some players don't have when they're 23. Obviously, he's not a perfect player. Otherwise, he'd be on the NHL roster. Still has a little bit of ways to go development-wise, but I think that the right steps are being taken as far as the way he plays and the way he carries himself on the ice. And, you know, these these first three guys are not necessarily the beginning. We've seen plenty of other people already sent back to their junior clubs, loaned to the Texas Stars, but we should expect to see a lot more cuts from the NHL roster this week. We're going to start getting a better idea of what this opening night team will look like, and that just leaves a ton of questions about several different players within this organization. Of course, the burning question is what is going to happen to Johnston, Stankoven, and Bork, the big three, as many people have started calling them amongst the Dallas Stars prospects. Of those three, I think Wyatt Johnston has the best chance to crack the opening night roster. I think there's a very good chance we see him on the opening night roster right now, just the way that he's participated at camp. And he's also played incredibly well in the preseason. And that's not to say that Stan Coven and Bork haven't. I just don't think they've been quite as effective. Bork, I imagine, will be playing most of this season in Cedar Park with the Texas Stars as he is now unable to go back to play in juniors, whereas Logan Sankoven is still able to go back and play for his team, the Kamloops Blazers. 
Uh, and I imagine that that might be the case. Again, not because Stan Coven isn't a good player, but I just don't know if there's going to be room for him on this roster. I would really love to see him maybe get a shot, see him play, what, those minimum nine games that you get before your team has to decide to keep you or send you back to juniors, but I just don't know if he's going to have that opportunity. Would really love to see it happen but it's going to be up to the coaching staff and they have plenty of other players to diagnose and talk about. You have Riley Damiani, who's had a nice preseason. Jacob Peterson got rolling on Saturday with his first goal. Yoel Kiviranta's having a good preseason. You got guys like Karlstrom. Uh, you have, I mean, just so many different forwards on this team that you can go on and on about. And of course you have all the veterans as well that are locks to make the team, you know, Sagan, Pavelski, Ben, Foxa, and Marchman, I think is very far and away going to be on the NHL roster. Not that there was ever much question about that, but I think his play this preseason has warranted a role somewhere probably in the top six for this team, which is very, very exciting. But the Dallas Stars will make plenty of moves this week, and that will affect how much cap space they have going into the regular season, just depending on where guys get placed. Anton Hudobin is a guy who could potentially have some of his salary buried in the AHL if he is sent to the Texas Stars, where I think he would be you know, the Stars cap hit for Hugh Dobin would be just over $2 million. Right now, I believe it's 3.3. So we could see a little bit of money going back in the Stars' pocket if we see Anton Hugh Dobin sent to the AHL. And of course, you have guys like Nils Lundqvist, uh, you know, Joel Hanley making less than $1 million this season. Jacob Peterson, who I think has a good chance to be on the NHL team, is still on his entry-level deal that's not worth a lot of money. So depending on how the Stars look to shape up this roster, we could see them climb into that 7 almost at $8 million range to potentially offer Jason Robertson. I mean, that's a very messy situation. Easier said than done. It's very easy to just say that, but there's a lot that goes into designing this roster, getting the guys that you want that can be competitive while also still trying to find a way to offer some money to Jason Robertson. So he'll finally sign his deal and come join the team and play with the team because even if He's going to come back to the stars and it's going to take a while. We don't want to be without him for very long because that is just more time that he's not practicing. I imagine that he's still finding ways to stay in shape, exercising, working out, things of that nature, but it's not the same as practicing with your teammates, playing these exhibition games with your teammates. Even if he does you know, sign really close to opening night, will he be on the opening night roster or will he have to kind of get reacclimated to the NHL world? It's a very big question and one that I think we might get some more answers and maybe get a better idea of what's going to happen to Jason Robertson this week, depending on what the Dallas Stars do. Of course, we'll be keeping an eye on Anton Hudobin. Will he go to the AHL or will the Dallas Stars trade him and try to offload that contract entirely? Will they look to make other moves? Going to be very intriguing to see how the Stars go about their business this week as far as forming their roster. Of course, it is game day here in Dallas. The Stars play their last home exhibition game tonight against the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. This is your last chance to see the Dallas Stars for a relatively cheap price preseason tickets, way cheaper than regular season tickets and potentially your last opportunity to see some of these big name prospects before they are either loaned to the AHL or potentially sent back to their junior clubs. If you haven't had a chance to see Maverick Bork, Logan Stankoven, Wyatt Johnston, this would be a ideal time to do it at the time of recording this. Of course, have not seen official lineups, but I imagine that at least one, if not all three of those guys are going to be playing tonight just to get as many opportunities to play as possible from the coaching staff. We've seen a lot from those three, and I would expect that they would be on the lineup sometime today. Just keep an eye out on social media for those to be released sometime probably in the afternoon. But still, a great opportunity to come in and potentially see some of these prospects play at home for the last time 
uh, either in the preseason or maybe some of them will be coming back to make their NHL debut at the Stars home opener uh, on Saturday, October 15th against the Nashville Predators. But the Avalanche come into town having lost their previous preseason game by a score of 7-1 to at the hands of the Vegas Golden Knights. And I can't imagine the Avalanche played too many of their big names. I think that's part of the reason why they got shelled by the the Vegas Golden Knights. If you look at their roster and see who played for them again in that game against the Knights, you're going to be like, who are most of these people? I've never heard of most of these people in my life. And I think that's just because they're the Colorado Avalanche. And there's not a lot that they need to test out or try to, you know, figure out this offseason. They kind of know who they're going to be rolling with on opening night. They know that they have all of their pretty much all of their big names back. They don't bring back Nazem Kadri, but they still have some excellent pieces that don't really need to play a ton in the preseason because they know what they're going to get from those players. However, they have had some games played by their seemingly starting goalie tandem, and their goalies might need some work. So keep an eye out on who's in net for the Avalanche tonight. Alexander Gorgiev, who was acquired from the New York Rangers, now a member of the Avalanche, has a 800 save percentage and a 6.03 goals against average in only two games played. It's a small sample size, but he got absolutely bombarded by the Golden Knights in their last preseason matchup. And then Pavel Francouz has only one game played, but he has an 8.46 save percentage and a 2.92 goals against average. Again, these sample sizes are very small. It's the preseason. I'm not going to take the bait on anything that's going to say, oh, the Colorado Avalanche are going to be bad this season. I think they're going to be fine. They're still going to be a problem to deal with night in and night out. But it's just something worth watching maybe tonight. Maybe we could see the Stars explode again offensively in this game if the Avs aren't going to be playing too many of their NHL caliber players. And maybe they won't have either of these goalies in net. Maybe they'll have one of their prospect-type goalies in the net. But still, that could open up an opportunity for some of these Stars players to really show out and increase their chances of cracking the NHL roster. So if you're going to the game, enjoy it, uh, and then keep in mind that this is the last time the Stars will play hockey at the American Airlines Center before they play an official regular season NHL game on October 15th. It's so close. I'm so excited for these games to finally mean something and finally put all of this speculation talk behind us and see where the Stars stack up in the Central Division and the rest of the NHL. Going to be a blast of a season, and it gets started very, very soon. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you guys again for tuning in, for making us your first listen of the day. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the like button as well. Drop a comment if you like the show and give me your thoughts on what you think of the big three. Who do you think cracks the NHL roster and who do you think gets sent maybe to the AHL in Bork's case? And do you think Johnston and Stankoven get sent back to their junior clubs or do you think they crack the opening night NHL roster? Let me know in the comments down below. Be sure to check us out on your favorite podcasting platform as well. Leave us that five-star rating or review if you like what you hear. Follow us on social media at LockedOnStars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. We'll be back here tomorrow to recap uh, Monday night's action stars and abs. I believe there is a stream on the stars website similar to their game last Monday against the St. Louis Blues. So be sure to check the stars official website for a stream link 7 p.m. puck drop central time. Be sure to check that out if you want to watch a free stream of the game. And then I believe their next game in the middle of the week will be on TNT against the Avalanche in Colorado. So be on the lookout for that as well. Having plenty of opportunities, even if you can't be at the games at the arena, still can find ways to watch either online or on your TV. But thank you guys again so much for tuning in today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. 